Welcome to the Remote CEO Show. My name is De Niro Bartolini, AKA De Niro B. I'm an acclaimed business coach and my moonshot is to change the face of work and business forever. With each episode, we bring you some of the most inspiring and insightful interviews with six, seven, eight, and nine figure entrepreneurs to crack the code on how to build your remote empire and have fun while doing it. Thanks for stopping by and let's get started. What is going on, CEOs? De Niro will be here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I'm here with Eric Cabral. Eric is the founder of the media agency On Air Brands, the innovative networking and podcasting event Podmax, the real estate investment company Mendato Investment Group, host and co-host and producer on multiple shows. I'm very excited for this conversation. We're going to talk about branding, remote work, productivity, and more. So let's get started. All right, Eric, thanks a lot for being on the Remote CEO Show. How are you doing today, man? I am wonderful. Thanks so much for having me. Awesome. Awesome. Listen, Eric, I always ask every single one of my guests, what were you doing before becoming an entrepreneur and why did you choose to become an entrepreneur? <laughs> oh man. Um, good question. So I was in corporate America for 20 plus years. Um, I didn't know anything about entrepreneurship. Uh, it just seemed like a big, hairy, scary thing. Um, you know, I knew that obviously there were businesses and people own them, but I never really thought myself. I mean, I was playing in that space all through life. I created a couple businesses, uh, you know, like one when I was, you know, I was kind of doing it when I was a kid selling like firecrackers and like uh, fireworks and stuff and candy. But then like, as I got older, I created a company uh, in the game industry. Um, so I, I did get a taste of it. And then, and then that just went away after like online gaming just took over. So then, mm -hmm. um, yeah, I went back to the corporate grind and I was being laid off for the second time over 20 plus years, which I'm blessed that, you know, some people experienced like that half a dozen times. And I was like, what's next? What's the next chapter? I'm, I'm kind of bored with this corporate life uh, and, and it's predictable. So yeah, it, it was really that that sparked everything. That's super cool. And you know what? I have been, you know, let go as well a couple of times myself. So I know that that could be one of the major reasons why. So walk me through the process of you now making the choice to open a business. Did you start with a passion project and then worked from there? Or did you start experimenting until you found something that you liked? I, I did it because the universe and the market asked me to do it. Um, I, I was moving away from creative that's that's where i'm from like the creative industry and uh, art director and creative director eventually and i hit that glass ceiling and i was like oh okay I'm, it looks like i'm never gonna make more than this uh what what's next so then i was like there's got to be something other what type of investment how can i create more wealth for my family because my family was growing we we're having our first <clears throat> and then i um i saw you know through google that there's stocks which I played in and I was terrible at. Mm -hmm. And then there was mm -hmm. real estate investing. So that's what sort of piqued my interest. And then I read this book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. Mm -hmm. And then he, um, he just broke my mind open. It was like the pill in the matrix. And I was like, whoa, I see zeros and ones now. So I jumped into that space, saw a need for creative, 
because if you can imagine in a real estate investing, uh, you know, ecosystem and community, it's all left brain analytical data driven guys and gals. And there were no, there were no creative people and they all pointed at me and saw me as this unicorn in the space. So they recognized what I was doing for myself and my company. And they said, can you help me with my website? Can you help me with my branding? Can you help me with my podcast? And that turned into a business uh, and, and a media agency called On Air Brands. That's super cool. I know how uh, the, the industry is. It's all about cap rate, return on investment. And by the way, don't get me wrong. It's very important. If you don't know that stuff, you are screwed. But at the same time, there's always room for improvement and creativity. And I, and I agree with you 100%. So walk us through this again, the first part of the process, you opened this agency. Um, did you have an office right away? Or did you do the remote CEO thing like you do here at our oh, podcast? I was, I was working from home, which was wonderful, right? I'm, this is like, maybe, I don't know, three, four years ago. And I was hiring my friends because if you can imagine, you know, 20 plus years in creative, I had a lot of people that trusted me um, and, and followed me. So, but they were moonlighting, right? They were working uh, at night after their full-time jobs and they were helping me on the side. Um, but, and I found that that mindset that I was in as an employee, you know, w- was a scarcity one, a scarcity mindset. And, and, and a very fearful one, like they there, I couldn't find a partner to help, like say, like jump ship and come with me. Like they wanted me to pay them a hundred thousand dollars a year. I'm like, I'm a startup. I can't pay you that much. So eventually yeah. all of the people that I love uh, from, from, from my connections in corporate started to fade away. And I started to hire people, VAs. I started to hire, uh, you know, people who were young and hungry. And I started to identify them when I went to meetups, these real estate meetups, people that just wanted to help and saw my mission. Uh, to help investors gain more visibility, clarity, you know, brand awareness, uh, develop a brand. They didn't have brands. So then little by little, it started to grow to the point where, yeah, I, I, I had to find space uh, for us to work. But it all started remotely. Yeah, absolutely. And still is very remote, obviously, now with 2020 happening. So it's a nice hybrid. Makes sense. A hundred percent. So when we're building a business, there are so many different moving parts and you've been scaling one. And now the second one actually right now with PodMax, which we're going to get into one minute. I was just wondering, um, what are one to two key mistakes that you made that you would really tell our listeners at home, try to avoid doing that at all costs? Um, one, one big one, and it's, it's, it's kind of recent. It's not necessarily, uh, something I I was aware of it, but I didn't know how to label it. And I didn't know how to, the the direct, um, correlation to growth and, and the speed of, of, of growth when you partner with someone, because you can't do it all alone. You know, I mean, you can be a solopreneur and if that's what you want to do, that's fine. Nobody's, nobody's going to judge you for that. But if you want to scale and you want to have an impact on the world, like I do, and you want to grow massively to help more people, you need help. So um, I found partners and, and I recognize from corporate America that my strength is in creative and creative solutions and design and all these things, right? The visionary role. So Whenever I had someone on my team that was operations heavy, someone that was left brain analytical, I saw magic. I was like, wow, us together, yin and yang, make for a powerful team. Well, that is so difficult to find an area where it's like, I can have people like that, but it's, 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 
you have to find someone you trust, right? And mm-hmm. and I built a company with someone that that can be also called an, an integrator, uh, or to me it was like operations um, to build and grow. That's what happened with On Air Brands, and then I started to build another business, and we can move into Podmax where um, I had I, I partnered with another visionary. So there's two visionaries and no integrator, no operations. So there's challenges there. That, that's something that I finally learned. I'm like, you can do so much, you know, but you, you, you need special pieces uh, to complement your skill sets in order to grow and to, 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 to recognize your blind spots. 100% makes total sense. So now we are at the point where you are partnered up with someone that has similar skills to yours, not necessarily the same ones, but you don't complement each other too, too well. So what would be the next step from there? Would you go and hire without even partnering up, but hiring people to complement the role so that you do have operations? Absolutely. So that's what I did. Um, I found people who had operational skill sets, but not necessarily beyond that. Like I was looking for someone, you know, when you meet someone, right. It's kind of like when you meet your spouse, you know, it's like a soulmate and you can just connect and you're like, oh my goodness, it's like Wi-Fi or Bluetooth, but we're connected, you know, cerebrally. So that happens very rarely. So when you do recognize that, if you're listening to this and that happens and you meet someone and they feel the same vibe, hold on, hold on to that person because that is someone that you can create massive things with. So I did eventually find someone, uh, her name is Meredith and she, she came into the world and, and, and into my space. And I was like, this is operations. This is my integrator. I'm the visionary. You're the integrator. Let's make magic happen. So it finally happened. Um, and now we're right now, Denario is where we're an explosive growth phase because we were sort of at a stale mate of we were kind of like hitting a a barrier with two visionaries trying to build podmax mm. now we finally have the piece that fits um and it's it's i'm so excited about it it's crazy that's super cool and i'm very happy about that now let me ask you about the day-to-day because here at the remote ceo it's all about yes you know marketing and branding but also trying to figure out a way to make this work from home uh thing work well for us and, and make things happen. So you started a business, you, you started remotely, then you had an office, but now because of 2020, you're still remote, at least partly. So can you give us a few tips that you've learned over the years of scaling businesses? What is a sort of either schedule or at least a regimen that people should follow in order to make things happen on a daily basis consistently? Oh, so good. So good. Perfect. I, um, I'm a big culture person. I love building culture. And what does that mean to people? It's, it's the feeling that you get for working in a company. It's the, it's the vibrational pull. It's the people all collectively on the, the same page, rowing on the same oars in the right direction, um, you know, just constantly moving forward on the same mission, all arrows pointed in the same direction. So um, what I found is consistency in team meetings. So every Monday morning, before we start our week together, we have a dozen of us meet and everyone's all over the world. Um, and we go through our objectives through the week. We go through our goals and our mission. We celebrate wins. So it's like, Denario, hey, what happened last week for you? What can we celebrate with you? Um, that builds culture. And that's really the biggest struggle 
um, that we have now being remote is how do we build relationships and how do we how do we build trust over the airwaves over zoom we get we have to get to know each other we have to ask questions and be genuinely interested um, so that's that's kind of the biggest challenge that we're working through and i think we're doing okay i think we're doing pretty well people love us we love them um, but then we'll, we also have certain people that are local and we try to meet up at least once maybe twice a week in the office in the studio as well makes sense listen Absolutely. Culture is, I know, because of my business as well, super, super important. Uh, but I wanted to ask you now, because a lot of the people that listen to our podcast, they listen to our guests and even me talk about culture and how important it is. But we still, I know for a fact that listeners at home may still be thinking, okay, how do I make that happen? So do you have uh, potentially like maybe monthly uh, like get togethers online, uh, like, you know, potlucks, but it's everybody is at home eating their own food and drinking. How do you structure that? I'm just curious to know how everyone runs yeah. their remote team. Yeah. So we do have something weekly called uh, our PodMax Mixer. So that's not just the team, but it, all our, our entire team is there as well as our community. So okay. the community comes in, um, we all get to share, you know, we get to, to throw ideas out there, whatever you're struggling with. And, you know, oftentimes near really like it's, it's gotten to the point where everyone's so close, like there's, there's tears being shed. Like that's how, uh, how therapeutic it could be. That's how like uh, emotional it could be because people needed it, right? Especially with 2020, not having yeah. physical contact with people, uh, they needed community in the worst way. And, and it developed over time, not by design, but just out of necessity. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. So let me switch gears here for a second. I do want to talk about PodMax, which is this, this, the latest project of yours. So can you give us in a nutshell an understanding of what you do and who you help? Yeah, so I'm going to start off with my mission personally in life um, and then how it trickles down to PodMax. So Denario, my, my mission is really to change the world one mic at a time. And I get emotional when I say it out loud, but um, <clears throat> that trickles to the business because it translates through our event. Our event, we get people on shows throughout the course of the day, three interviews, but that's just the surface. People say, oh, I want to get on interviews. I want to share my message. I want, to, I want to get more business. So we do that efficiently in a day. But in between time, there's all this networking. There's all this mastermind level sort of conversations going on. And we bring in not one, not two, but three keynotes from major brands like VaynerMedia, Entrepreneur, iHeart, people in the industry um, that can help the community level up. So this is like a full day. It flies by. Everyone says, oh, my goodness, I can't believe eight hours just went by. And no one wants to leave at five o'clock. Yeah. They're like, I want to stay. So that's how powerful the event has become. But outside of that, Denario, what's really happened is we want to continue working with people. So we've developed other products to help uh, personal branding or, you know, build that personal brand if you don't have one. And then we also help people get on more podcasts outside of our event through our PodMax talent uh, platform. So that's really where it's all evolved. 
It's super cool. And personal branding, I know that because of my personal brand as well, it's very, very important. And I always tell all my uh, listeners at home to make sure to invest in a personal brand because it doesn't really matter what you're going to do next if it aligns with the same message and the same culture that of your personal brand, people will follow you no matter where you go. And I think you probably saw that with your past business into this one, right? Is that yeah. correct? Absolutely. I, I, I understood a personal brand uh, from a sort of central sort of, uh, you know, for me type of, uh, you know, angle. And then I started to realize the power of it over time. And I'm like, wow, this isn't just about me. This, this is really making an introduction to someone that I could help um, and being consistent so they know who I am and what my DNA and my chemical makeup is so that they can align and come into the community or, or figure out what I'm doing, what my team's doing. It, it, I love your brand, by the way. I mean, like it's, it's, it's such a shining example of, of what we're saying here is here's my, here's my DNA. Here's everything that I believe in on one page, just swipe. And you'll see, yeah. like, I saw the messaging on your Instagram and all the things. And, you know, I, I, I do my best to, 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 to model and do similar and same things that you're doing. But that's, that's got to be everywhere, right? It's got to be on all yeah. platforms. It's got to be consistent, right? Uh, and, and, and people will find you. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Listen, I had a great time chatting with you. Before we go, though, I wanted to ask you, do you have anything exciting that you're working on right now that you want to share with our yeah. audience? So, so we're building and growing uh, PodMax. And what I want to share with your community is, is a free thing that we, we, we've created called a masterclass. So it's really um, anyone out there who wants to develop and build a personal brand, but wants steps, actionable tactics to get there. So podmax.co slash masterclass is a, is a free course that you can go in, uh, you know, absorb the content. It's called the four C's, uh, which will help you develop your personal brand. I, I could try to, let me see off the top of my head. It's, it's clarity and gaining clarity in your message. Uh, and then, um, building a community and then, uh, making the connections like the right partnerships in yes. within your community and then collaboration. So it all evolves and, and we walk through, walk you through that. That's super cool. And thanks for sharing that with our audience. Listen, Eric, my listeners will want to know more about what you do. Check out your websites. Where, where can people find you online? Yeah, it's podmax.co. Really, that's the place to go. Awesome. Thanks a lot, Eric. Enjoy the rest of the day. I'm looking forward to having you back on the show in the future. Absolutely. Appreciate you, brother. Thank you for having me. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section. And to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again. And I will talk to you again soon.